1: Yeah. Welcome to another episode of the Guns and Radio podcast. This is episode number 25.
2: As Whoop. always, I'm Chris Caputo. And I'm Dustin Bones. Man, we got a cool show tonight, and, and we this, got a special guest with us today.
1: We do, we do. So, for all our Twitter Instagram friends, you know, uh, I remember, you, you guys should remember I mentioned, uh, a certain uh, someone who sent us a very awesome Spotify playlist that I'm still cranking, you know, almost a month and a half later. So uh, we're going to welcome
0: one of our new friends to the show. Justin, what's going on, brother? Hey, what's up, guys? Glad to be here. Talk some GNR, some music, and some current events.
2: Damn right. It's going to be a great show. And we're going to get it started, and we're going to have all of our fun. We're going to make this a great show, but it's all going to start right after this. Let's go sell them something really quick. I don't know, Chris. Do you think they're gonna play our commercial today?
1: They they fucking better because they only play uh, commercials you now at the before and at, after our podcast ends. Now, yeah,
2: so uh, I'm noticing that. Gone. I'm noticing that. Yeah, and I don't know Yours, what to yeah. do to remedy this other yeah. than bitch and moan. And
1: I'm I'm going to send an angry fucking letter to Spotify. Those German bastards. <laughs>
2: Send them a very strongly worded leather letter. Let them know. Or are they Swedish? Don't... I don't know. <laughs> I don't fucking know. Well, they sure can't count to four because we've already we we <laughs> we don't even have that many. It isn't like we're running a podcast and every ten minutes we're having a fucking ad break. We have we yeah. have. We two. need to like,
1: sponsor or something.
2: <laughs> we have a to- total of four. We have one in the be one at the beginning, one at the end. Uh the one after we do the introduction, and then one before we play the song. It is not that freaking many.
1: It's but not hey, heard I mean, Spotify.
2: We're not doing. We're not doing horrible though. I mean, I haven't checked how much money we've made though, so I don't know. And we
1: we were like one cent away like a few weeks ago. I hope we passed <laughs> that fucking threshold now, or else if we're stuck there, I'm I done with the shit.
2: <laughs> I don't know if we have or if we haven't. To be honest with you, yeah. I haven't. We'll update y'all next week. Yeah, 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 sure. Yeah, we'll remember. Or on Twitter or something. Yeah, there you go. Even better. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of Twitter. <laughs> oh. If you're on Twitter and you want to come join us and, uh, I don't know, get in on our bullshittery, uh, tell them where they can go, Caputo
1: yeah it's very simple you just follow us uh, our handles at guns and radio pod it's all one word it's also the same on instagram so give us a follow over there um, going back to our twitter we're you know almost we're getting to that hundred uh, followers goal so once we hit there we're gonna put up a poll for you guys to vote on the next bonus show that we do so tell your friends tell your family tell, tell your enemies whoever hates you whatever say listen you gotta follow this account but fuck you
2: Hide your kids, hide your wife, and hide your husband, because we're podcasting to everybody out there.
1: Damn right, Antoine Dodson.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, We're ear-raping everybody out here with this web, with <laughs> podcast. Uh,
1: yeah, we're yeah. at least doing it in a proper way.
2: <laughs> <laughs> we'll treat you better. like a lady. We'll bring you in, we'll buy you some flowers, and some perfume, and... <laughs> And then, uh, you know, I'll we'll buy you a little dinner, you know, and make a date out of it. <laughs> Lock the door and turn the lights down low. Oh, <laughs> uh... <laughs> Speaking of which, we want to thank the 2,000 people who've been here raped by us so far. Uh, um, we're... <laughs> This is a good segue into that milestone that we... Uh, did we mention that last episode? I don't know.
1: A little while ago, I think we are getting close there.
2: Well, we're there, and we appreciate oh, fucking... every single one of you guys for uh, making that happen. And Justin, you're on social media. Why don't you tell everybody about that?
0: Oh, boy. I got a couple of social media handles um, to check out some really cool design media art stuff you can follow me at justin height art that's j-u-s-t-i-n-h-i-t-e-a-r-t i post anything from pro wrestling to rock and roll design gnr of course and then you can find me on my personal instagram and twitter at fine young sir spelled exactly like it sounds and that's nice. just for my uh, random banter and bs that i can't quite put out um you know, like, the, like, the, like the, the less PG stuff goes out on that handle.
2: Nice, nice, nice. And also, sure, don't sure. forget, you can always go to GunsAndRadio.com where you can find all of this information in today's episode. And uh, also, man, you know, I forgot to update our recent guest. And so we're sorry to Jeff for taking so long to get his page up on the website. Yeah. That'll be up tonight. Of course Justin here yeah. he'll have a page over in the past guest section also where you can go find all of his handles, his social media. I'll get with him after the show. Just shoot us links. Yeah, we'll get you. we'll get you all took care of. And speaking mm-hmm. of getting them took care of, how about them Chiefs? Am I the only one that's excited Chiefs about Nation.
0: It? Chiefs mm-hmm. Kingdom.
2: Damn right it is now. Because of the Super Bowl, Super Bowl Sunday was yesterday at the time that we're recording this. And, uh, man, let's see. I think we talked about this before uh, before we hit record. I shared on Twitter, the Kansas City police put, uh, uh, tweeted out, it's a Super Bowl victory, not the purge.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's how you know they're doing it right. <laughs> <laughs>
2: It was an intense game. It was an intense game, and it was uh, a fun weekend, too, because uh, Guns N' Roses kind of kicked off the weekend. This is part of why we're talking about it like uh, like this, is because it all started with uh, with GNR at the uh, Super Bowl kickoff party. Did you guys happen to catch mm. any of that? A little bit. I yeah, wasn't... I'm a little
0: upset about that, personally. I, I didn't get to see it, uh, but... And granted, I'm not one of the halftime show guys that's you know going to tear it apart. I mean, I think we all probably prefer the Metallica GNR style versus the uh, Beyonce style. But uh, <laughs> I, when I see Snoop Dogg and GNR performing Super Bowl weekend in Miami, why is that the uh, delegated down or relegated to the pre-show Friday night? Why is that not the halftime show?
2: I feel like probably Pepsi had a say in that.
1: Oh, absolutely, they did.
2: And while Shakira and, who was it, Jennifer Lopez, appeals to, uh, I feel like they appeal to a a different demographic, uh, the demographic that they are trying to get. I hate to just say Hispanic people.
0: It was in Miami, let's
2: be fair. Well, I mean, yeah. And, 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 And with it being in Miami, I mean, that's who they wanted to see. But then again... Look at Guns N' Roses' primary fan base. Like, I mean, <laughs> I mean, yeah. I hate to take things there, but I mean, Hispanic people love GNR too. So, but I can what? see the more mainstream uh, approach being to to book Jennifer Lopez and. And Shakira, because you can't deny their mainstream popularity, and it wasn't a bad show. I mean, I mean, what I saw of it, I guess, wasn't that bad. It gave me an excuse to go buy booze.
0: Wouldn't it have been too much to have Axel Snake dance across the stage, right between Shakira and J Lo? Is that <laughs> is that asking much?
2: Now, now, here's the thing with that. I did expect that at some point in the show, there would be some sort of surprise appearance by GNR because of them being there and being in the vicinity, and then it never happened.
0: I was still waiting for it, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Stephen Adler. Twitter would have (laughs) been Twitter would have been lit.
2: (laughs) Would have been nice, man. Would have been. GNR Twitter would have (laughs) been. Still though, Izzy Stradlin though, man, Izzy is where it's at.
0: Mister Izzy Stradlin, yeah, dude, that would have broke Twitter if GNR (laughs) performed with the original five, ladies and gentlemen, Mister Izzy Stradlin. Oh man,
2: (laughs) that would have. (laughs) I, what a fucking perfect time to do it. You know? But I mean... Yeah, with the whole kickoff and everything, yeah. We, as a band, GNR fucks up on perfect time to do shit all the time. Like, this reunion, perfect time to do it, would have been a couple of years ago at the Hall of Fame.
0: Oh, God. That's bad memories for me. I remember the night that the Hall of Fame happened. And, I mean, you know, we'd all kind of went through the Chinese Democracy era and all the rumors and the Axel slash stuff through the years. And that night I, I remember specifically I was having a fire at at one of my buddies. We we're out drinking and Hall of Fame's going on and I'm following on along live on Twitter and I'm seeing Matt Sorum and Steven Adler in the same room. I'm seeing I think Gilby Clark was there. Literally everyone was there but Axel and Izzy and, and Dizzy. Um, and in my mind that was the night that I officially and I'm the guns and roses uh, mega fan of all my friends growing up. Like, I think in all of Cincinnati, Jeff from GNR Central, um, who I've talked to a couple times, shout out Jeff, he might be the only bigger GNR fan in Cincinnati than myself um, that I know of. And that was the night the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, when Axel didn't show up and he released a set statement. That was the night I officially, in my heart, my heart was broken, and I kind of gave up, and I, I thought, it's never going to happen. So, that was a that was a rough night, man, and to, to this day, you're right, that's a black eye in the uh, blemish of the, I think, history of the Band, what a beautiful night that would have been! To, uh, re, you know, reuniting there.
2: It would have been. Let me tell you why it meant so much to me and why I refused to uh, let go of that day. Even though Axel declined, my best friend in the world is a guy named Reese, and I've probably talked about Reese on here before. And uh, he, his band is the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Now, what are the odds? that my favorite band in the whole world and my best friend's favorite band in the whole world are getting inducted on the same fucking night you know that doesn't that kind of shit doesn't happen and then axel declined the induction well you know what I guess 3 out of 5 ain't bad. So that's the way I looked at it. The majority rules. GNR is in the fucking Hall of Fame. And absolutely yeah. It-
0: yeah, how how cool how classic Axel is it though? That Axel wasn't there to get inducted. I think it it follows suit for the history of the band and that's part of the reason we love GNR. I mean, we have to at the end of the day kind of agree part of what makes Guns N' Roses so so much of a spectacle is next just like that all through the history of the lineage of the band. And that's, uh, I mean, it would it be anything less.
2: Oh yeah. We weren't talking.
0: Yeah. yeah.
2: I mean, it's like Pierce Morgan said when they were talking about it, uh, on the news and everything, the first person to come up and have Axel's back in the media was Pierce Morgan. And his whole thing was Axel Rose is the bad boy of rock and roll. He always has been now. <laughs> You act surprised that when the mainstream comes along and wants to embrace him and congratulate him for the career that he's had, that he doesn't want your appreciation.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's the axle we love. That's my axle. That's our. That's that's Uncle Axie. <laughs> Where's <laughs> my fucking bedpan? Like <laughs> Has anybody got a copy of that? Man, how could you that when you just... Wouldn't you guys absolutely love to read uh, the Axel autobiography? Which would you rather have, if given the given the choice, if you can only have one, the Axel Rose official autobiography or the GNR biopic, like The Dirt from Motley Crue? Uh, which, which, if we can only get one, which would it be? Mm. Or the perfect crime user illusion. There's a the third option. The user illusion footage that was never released. Mm. I'm going to have to go with that one, actually. I think that's the one I'd have to have. I don't want to go see what all what happened in the in the Illusions tour with all that footage they were shooting, and they're supposed to make some big movie out of it. That's uh, that's uh, my holy grail.
2: I mean, we'll get that eventually. Somewhere that shit exists, and somebody will fuck up just like they did Hard School, and <laughs> and lost <laughs> well, in vault just, somewhere. <laughs> it, 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 dude, if it's out there, somebody will fuck up like they did with that House of Blues show. Not too and we'll get that eventually.
0: So I—that's th- ridiculous, tough. man. They have such a golden opportunity. They have so much like holy grail items that they could put out. You know, from the eighties, the nineties, um, even even into the two thousands. So so much. Just can you imagine if you had like a marketing team, like a real actual professional marketing team, an agency? <laughs> Love how you um, correct that me up there. Right, <laughs> like a real, yeah, but. Well, I'm a graphic designer and branding guy, but, like, even myself, I mean, you know, if if I were to try to make, you know, millions of dollars on a national statement, I would hire a PR person to put out stuff. I wouldn't just do it myself or hire my housekeeper to do it. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. (laughs) (laughs) So much quality content that's out there. Yeah, and it's just sitting in storage on ripped CDs and burnt VHS tapes and, uh, you know, somebody finds it and puts it on YouTube and and breaks YouTube because it goes viral. And what happens? They're going to jail. <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing? What? Do you not want us to be fans?
2: Oh, Tom Todd. Oh, I Jesus. think they I, th- <laughs> I think that all will come will come around eventually. I think eventually Axel will pass away. He'll probably leave his. His kingdom to uh, well, I think we all know who's going to inherit that. And the Brazilian then... mafia. <laughs> <Team old ones. laughs> is that what we're calling them now? The Brazilian mafia is that official? Yeah. Have we adopted if that dude that? Uh,
1: from the yeah the dude from the Storage Diaries podcast called him the Brazilian mafia? I mean,
0: why not? Brazilian mafia. that sounds good.
2: Fucking <laughs> Brazilian. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how Axel got in bad with the Brazilian mafia.
0: <laughs> I think it just took care of him through the years and now he's yeah, like he owes them like his like left nut or something. His existence. Well,
2: think, yeah, his existence. I think, I think that they're like his family. I don't think they're no fucking mafia.
0: Yeah, it does seem that way. When he went away for all those years, I guess we call it the wilderness years, it's like I mean, man, I, I I like to talk to people, Rib, you know, on Axel all the time over everything. Honestly, he gets I think way too much shit. Oh, um, but but like the reality is, I always tell people like, do you ever check his backstory? Like he didn't exactly have the best childhood, and you know he's got quite a story. And I think any any true you know rock and roll fan or even just uh, artists could appreciate what he went through to get there. And, you know, the dude was pretty tortured. And we saw that coming out in the appetite era and use your illusions and going and watching these amazing videos and don't cry. And that's what made the spectacle of GNR so alluring is that I think that they they crossed over into some... Uh, it wasn't just you know oh we're gonna get on stage and just play and everything's gonna be contrived like GNR had this whole artistic element to it and I think Axel Rose's personality and it, his backgrounds what brought that into the forefront and uh, it's no 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 like wonder or surprise that he went away for the amount of years that he did and luckily he is still around with us luckily we see him and he is composed. These days, he seems to be a lot more relaxed on stage. And as a fan of his, that's one thing I'd like to point out that maybe hopefully other Guns N' Roses fans listening to this can appreciate the same sentiment that, I mean, I love my bad boy Axel that's up there like throwing rants and fits. But at the same time, I'm glad that he's put that behind him seemingly and has come to a place where he actually does seem like he is having a decent time and that's well, yeah. i think that's something that we need to take you know taking more consideration—is appreciate the man while he is still here you know yeah. he's a no spring chicken and we're still lucky that we do have axl rose and he, he didn't overdose like so many rest in peace of our our idols growing up you know on drugs and 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 you know i mean let's just take a second to appreciate that they're back together and uh it is what it is but you know that's that's a good thing
2: Oh yeah, I mean, I think we bitch so much about this band Just because we're all very passionate about it And we all kind of Know what we want out of it But at the end of the day They're giving us something And I mean Even if, yeah, we want new music We want a new album Yes, we want these fucking things And we're getting another fucking tour instead And you know what? This tour's gonna come out and it's going to be the same fucking 12, 13 songs that, that that they did last time. We're going to bitch about it, and the cycle's going to keep on going and going and going. And you know what? We're still going to go when they come to our hometown. We're still going to go see those same 13, 12 songs. And... And then we're going to come back on our little radio show here. We're going to bitch about it. <laughs> and,
0: mm-hmm. and I mean, well, fellas, let's take it back 10 years ago. Would, would, would any any of us think that we would be sitting 10 years ago in the present on a Guns N' Roses podcast talking about, oh, God, they're going on tour again? 10 years ago, <laughs> we never thought they're getting another show. Yeah. So,
1: 10 years ago, we wanted them to tour.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and, and and absolutely. And I'll tell you what, man, I some of the leaks I've heard and then obviously even taking it back to like, oh, my God, and some of the Chinese democracy stuff and not to be slighted or left out of the conversation. I think Velvet Revolver, although I'm not I, I was never a huge fan of the band, some of the tunes there and the Slash and Miles Kennedy stuff, which we may get to later. Um, I, I think when you take all that together and in your mind, if you can kind of like piece it together it, that's what we want. I think we want to see like, what is that element? Well, where, where are we in 2020? What would guns and roses as a whole put out? And that's the mystery that we, I think I've come to appreciate and love about the band. You know, just, they don't fit, like you said earlier, you know, they don't fit the format of a uh, commercial machine. And even to this day, they're doing it backwards and they're doing it their way. So that's GNR, man.
2: Oh yeah. I completely yeah. agree. Mm-hmm. And we are speaking of Slash and Miles Kennedy Tonight's song that we're going to be reviewing Is Beneath the Savage Sun I hope I'm saying that right um, Yep So this was actually You know when we re- landed on this um, uh, This was It caused me to, to listen to this Song for the first time And uh, It's going to be a good song And I think you guys are going to enjoy a, this
0: is It's a, a jammer
2: yeah. It's a jammer
0: Spoiler everybody
2: Oh yeah, it's gonna be. A, we're gonna be rocking out here in about about 10, 15 minutes, uh, Justin. So you do artwork. Tell us about your artwork.
0: Yes, sir. Uh, pretty pretty extensive background in uh, graphic design, and the way I got my start was playing in a couple of rock bands myself and doing flyers for our band and some of my uh, friends' bands, and just growing up looking at uh, album covers like you know, like These Are Illusions and and you know, all the classic albums that we've grown up and grown accustomed to loving so that got me into graphic design um this is uh you know where i got my degree in graphic design and kind of like took it from there uh i like to work in all kinds of media but uh you know music videos uh album covers and now i'm working in uh ux design so i'm doing some uh, mobile stuff uh so um anything that is visual that that we've grown up accustomed to watching from things on MTV to again like album covers and vinyl and artwork and stuff like that that's that's my main thing that's my passion so it's it's all about uh you know design meets music um, and, uh, yeah, man, I mean, you know, I, I, put a lot of my work up on Instagram and on Twitter and I just, uh, I like to collaborate with people. So this podcast is, is kind of why I'm here right now. Actually, I think that Spotify playlist that I put up, you guys, we, we found each other on Twitter because of that. And, uh, that piece of artwork that's on that Uzi suicide Spotify guns and roses playlist was something I put together. Um, and again, just passion of music, nice. passion of design and, uh, yeah. just, uh, sharing it with people. I absolutely love um being inspired by that stuff. So that's that's kind of my gig.
2: So earlier you said that you like to do uh art based on rock and roll and wrestling. We are also what is it with GNR and wrestling, man? I swear to god, I've never met a GNR fan that wasn't a wrestling fan.
0: that's <laughs> two wonderful and the, oh, yeah. two of, two of the finest uh, things we have in life there. Uh pro wrestling and Guns and Roses. Uh that that's my childhood. <laughs> that's the <laughs> stuff that stayed all the way with me through the years. <laughs> Um. Yeah. Pro wrestling, man, and just like GNR, we're cynical fans. Uh, for for those of you listening that are pro wrestling fans, you know exactly what we're talking about. That uh, you know, we love it, but we love to hate it. Uh, okay. and that's part of the uh, passion. I think of being a fan is is being able to critique it.
2: So who do you think we're getting with the Royal Rumble or, or at WrestleMania now that Drew McIntyre has won? Who do you think yeah, he's gonna it's face?
0: Got, it's got to be Drew and Brock. I feel like they've got nowhere else to go. They have put the entire machine and all their leverage behind Brock Lesnar. Going back to when he defeated The Undertaker, you know, ruined his WrestleMania perfect streak. Um, and here we are. I think that was four years ago. I'm, I'm maybe wrong on that, but yeah, Undertaker I mean, Brock wasn't, still even champ. Really. Yeah. He wasn't even at the Rumble, right? Yeah, he no, wasn't, he wasn't really. even
2: at WrestleMania last year.
0: Okay, so yeah, he even took off a year. Now, rumor has it Taker was uh, actually backstage at the Rumble. Um, hmm. Who knows? Who knows? But it's got to be Drew McIntyre. Uh, he's he's the big guy. He's uh, and boy did he look good when he knocked uh, and eliminated Brock. That was that was nice, man. That was a nice yeah. Rumble.
1: I've the been... pop in that arena when that happened. Whew. Oh, <laughs>
0: oh yeah. yeah,
2: that was a good story, man. People are gonna bitch about that story. But that was a good story how Brock's going to come in and he's going to like had he lasted till the bitter end it may have not been the most popular rumble but it it was a good story like we were waiting to see who was going to be the one to come out and and and, and be able to stand toe to toe with Brock Lesnar. And I'm really glad that it was Drew because I mean shit this motherfucker he was he was he was the chosen one at one point. Oh yeah. And and then for some reason, uh, he fell from grace with Vince McMahon, and now it's good to see him all these years. Like, he got released. Like, he was yeah. in
0: three man band with Heath Slater at one point. Oh, that's right. forget If he like, wins at yeah. Mania,
2: if he wins at Mania, <laughs> then two of the three men in three man band are former WWE champions.
0: And you know what we need? We got to have that Heath Slater Drew McIntyre feud. <laughs> <laughs> for the WWE title <laughs> Dude, oh yeah man! actually I'd like to see Dolph Ziggler um ruin that match I'd like to see uh Drew McIntyre beat Brock Lesnar clean and then I'd like, I'd like to see Dolph Ziggler uh ruin the celebration and then kind of uh become like that HBK Diesel throwback towards uh Wrestlemania 11 days and oh, just cool. you know Dolph Ziggler and- WWE does have a good way and a knack for taking people who you thought were completely done, and just next thing you know, they're in the main event scene. And uh, I think Dolph, this would be his last chance.
2: Yeah, I think he's probably getting ready to. Uh, I think he's where he's going to stay on the. I don't think he's going to hang him up just yet, but I think that he's he's pretty much where he's going to stay on the card. Well,
0: while thanks. we're on the topic, before. we, before we segue, I gotta say, what one last note on the rumble, would would we have shit collectively if CM Punk came out at number thirty?
2: Uh that would have been oh. pretty
0: dope.
1: Oh dude, I would have lost my shit. I would like would have been like, no, I would have walked out of my house and be like, this shit ain't fucking happening.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you talk about the lamest comeback in history. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't come back on Oscar. Raw He didn't come back on Smackdown The Rumble or a pay-per-view He came back on one of the shitty Renee Young fucking talk shows
1: Yeah, because he's an employee Of Fox not WWE So you can tell Vince to suck his dick It,
0: it is pretty cool that He can say whatever he wants And tweet whatever he wants and still show up on <laughs> WWE TV whenever he feels like it yeah, like, you don't
1: employ me Triple H <laughs>
0: Lamest fucking return. Okay.
2: So let's get off of that subject. Wrong podcast. I did a wrestling podcast for years, so I can sit here and talk about that shit for an hour. Instead, we have something serious to discuss, ladies and gentlemen. Everybody knows music videos are are the kind of media that 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 can that can trans transpose any language. Like, like, music is a universal language. It brings people together, and uh, that is what we're. That is that is the the point of our next segment. Something we haven't done in a little while. We're gonna do a bit called "What is that non-English song about?" Are you guys excited?
1: Yes. Yeah, we haven't done this one in a while, so I'm looking forward to it.
0: <laughs> I'm gonna react, uh, and I, I'm. I'm I'm gonna do my best to react to this accordingly. Um, so we'll hope that maybe one of these clips goes viral, and uh, you folks can play along with us at home.
2: <laughs> now, have you guys? Uh, did you guys? I sent you guys the link, right? Yeah, I got it. You got it, uh, Justin? Do you? Yeah, have
1: it? I do. Yeah,
0: just got it.
2: Okay, so bring it up. Hit pause at the one second mark, and we're gonna do. Uh, we'll do a countdown, and when I say play, we'll hit play. Everybody else listening, uh, this song uh, is called is uh, by an artist named Snolibolikis, Snolibolikis <laughs> and it's called Bam Bam. And then in parentheses, it says Bam.
1: It would have been cooler if it was Bam Bam parentheses Bigelow wrestling
3: reference <laughs>
2: <laughs> but uh let's uh let's make this happen i'm gonna switch over mm-hmm. here and uh all right you guys ready and if you're if you're listening to the podcast version and you want to watch along with us head over to guns and there will be an embedded uh ver- version of the video in the post for episode 25 are you guys ready? Everybody ready? Yep. Mm hmm. Yep. Three, two, one, play. All right. Burke music. All right. You excited?
1: Yeah.
2: I want one of those for, you know, riding around Walmart. (laughs) We call those the Fat Mobile now. Yeah, you have legs. <laughs> I could <just> use that. <laughs> That's all you ever see riding those in real life is like super fat people.
0: Yeah, they're even like, more busy. This looks like a uh, Sonic commercial. Oh, <laughs> uh, it does, doesn't it? This would be a hell of a commercial. You <laughs> know, right this is something I would see playing. You know, in the middle of uh, your regular. Scheduled program, and you're like, What the hell? And then it's just Sonic. I don't know, right? That would be great. Oh, <laughs> that's a huge movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The instant, and <laughs> my, my, my rating in this video is instantly gone up three points since that <laughs> oh, was. Piece oh, whoa, Oh, 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 oh yeah. I'm I Feel deceived nudity. right
2: there. <laughs> yeah, we get a little bit of nudity there.
0: This feels, feels like a trick. Oh no, what's happening? <laughs> he's tugging. Or the song is dick <laughs> off. Oh. <laughs> oh man.
1: <laughs> this is ridiculous. I love it though. It's
0: ridiculous. I would go see this guy. <laughs> did this guy did this guy start like a uh like a GoFundMe to make his own music video? And if he did, he's got the right idea. He just hired two hot chicks to just <laughs> tug him around and hit yeah. him with boxing gloves. Oh, man. Say,
1: This whole thing will cost you probably under
2: $1,000. $100,000? You think they dropped 100 k on this video?
1: No, I'm saying under $1,000. Oh, Shit, I've got to
2: say, we've probably sunk more into this podcast than they did into this video. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: This guy looks like a uh I got it. This guy looks like a strip club owner. That's probably what he's
2: talking. Got the cheap <laughs> suit and everything.
0: Yeah, he's got the Jim Cornette experience going on right here. Yeah, yeah where's the tennis racket?
2: <laughs> he does look like an independent wrestling manager.
0: I think I wore yeah. that gimmick before. Yeah. Yeah, he looks like a wrestling announcer, like from an indie show. <laughs> <laughs> One fall. <laughs> it's oh, catchy, though.
2: Okay, they're rubbing bread on his face. Okay. So we've got some good clues here. Inflatable monkeys, naked asses, and uh, boxing, getting the shit beat out of him. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the, uh, for the question. You guys, now don't wow. cheat. I'm going to look it up. I'm going to look up the lyrics, but while you guys... While I look this up, we should discuss this. What is that non-English song about?
0: Okay, so for me, the first thing I'm I'm wondering strategy-wise is, like, is the video content representative of the lyrics? And if we're to assume that it is, uh, the first thing I saw a lot of was uh, t- tugging on the dude's uh, mid-region. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's the first clue. So we'll, we'll we'll throw that on the board right now.
2: Right, right. So we got hand um, jobs.
0: <laughs> hand jobs. Yes, yes. Uh uh spanking his monkey. I saw that.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah. So, so 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 I saw the pope.
0: I saw the pope riding around in a either a wheelchair or a tricycle. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Interesting. Uh, um and then we saw some booties, which they were nice. They were nice. Um two cheerleader type girls. I'm I'm at, I'm at a loss here. I could use help.
2: I'm working on it, man. I'm working on it. I'm li- believe it or not, these English lyrics are are turning out to uh to be harder to find. Oh, I'll tell you what. Mm-hmm. I have found a version of this music video with English subtitles.
0: Oh, here we um, go. Oh okay. <laughs> Shall we?
2: Yeah, yes. I'm going to send this to you guys. And uh again ladies and gentlemen if you're watching on uh or you're watching along with us on the website we'll put it in there uh for you too. We're going to need to move along though cuz I'm running out of a uh, running out of time here. But we've got time to uh we got time to do this. So let me get over on Skype so I can forward you guys the link. Oh man, this is great.
0: I'm going to be disappointed if there's nothing about uh, spanking monkeys in the lyrics.
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Caputo, do you have a? Do you have a guess?
0: Oh,
1: I got it here. Hang on, I'm just going to copy the link. All right. Paste into a browser.
2: Yes, Let me please. know when you guys are ready.
1: I'm to press pause and want to autoplay. Oh, I said pause.
2: And while uh, while they're getting ready, uh, I do want to say the reason I'm not participating in this round is because uh, this is another one that I break out and uh, and show people from time to time. Um, I also have never looked bothered looking up the lyrics, but I have a feeling uh, that you're not far off that they're definitely about something sexual.
3: You no. Know,
2: you guys ready to go?
1: Ready. Ready to go.
2: Alright, three, two, one, play. Well, <coughs> now mine's not playing.
1: Guys, chicks, here it goes again.
2: Totally, totally, totally. wasted. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Tonight i <I'm... laughs> one thing and that's bam bam. bam, bam, bam. <laughs>
1: Oh, oh, pretty lady, you look a little like her mom. What
2: the
0: fuck? <laughs> it's just guy's, your guys, ass.
2: What's, what's
0: this guys to checking his mom's ass. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I have no clue what uh, where you guys are at because uh, mine didn't you're go. when you're...
0: Sw- <laughs> you're the you're fire. Starting. I'm with. <laughs> <laughs> just,
1: just turn just that thing around.
0: He wants to bam, bam, bam. I
2: said, "There
1: we go." Yeah.
0: So it is
2: about fucking.
1: And he wants to bam-bam like a
0: bam-bam from the Flintstones. I, every time it shows the painted butt, you know, Shake the painted version, I, I, I'm not convinced that's the girl. I think that's his butt cheek. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah I'm serious. It's, it's, it doesn't feel safe. Pull it, oh, hold on the bow. <laughs> Come and play with my smoking spiel.
2: <laughs> that, must be a, that must be a Dutch slang. Okay, we're sunk up again now, so that's good. I don't know what happened but it must have been beautiful ass (laughs) tonight I want to (laughs) Oh yeah. And just think, man, little kids are singing this shit, but they don't care over there. Like like we're Americanizing it or for what we're used to, but
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, we have baby shark and they've and they have Bam Bam Bam. bam. bam.
2: (laughs) (laughs) oh man
0: but honestly I think you had it right the right call was to have Bam Bam Bigelow do a cameo at the end of this video
2: (laughs) we could remake this I mean we've got the technology
1: we may have the budget too
2: (laughs) (laughs) oh man I want to give a shout out to uh my friends over at the owo wrestling show i was asked to produce a commercial for them this week and i said uh... uh... we couldn't come to terms with uh... with a uh... with the price so i just want to say i hope they do well and we hope you guys go uh, check it out i think it's for like a fire department or some shit so if you're in the mississippi area go check out that show Going to be a good show. Got a lot of fun friends over there. Go help them make some bam 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 on that budget and.
0: <laughs> <laughs> hashtag bam 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 has got to be on the uh, the uh, the uh, the, uh, the, uh, the release date for this show. I think you should add hashtag bam bam bam. Oh, we're doing That's this. Funny that could a... be for the show. You never know. We got, might have something. Is that Bam Bam Bigelow autograph on your arm?
2: No. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's a story uh, for uh, when we uh, when we take a break, which is actually going to be right now. <clears throat> badass intro we did warn you and we did tell you this one was going to be a banger
1: Damn it is. Damn it
3: is.
2: here mm. all right so so far we have got some pretty damn brutal lyrics too like we've got like it's going to mm. be definitely a revenge kind of song which we've uh, we've known from other things from slash and miles kennedy like you're a lie that's a good uh a good little <laughs> fuck you song uh and let's see here let's dissect our lyrics so far we've got it was a blood red summer one i can't forget when you took the one thing all in this world that I had left or I will remember you to the end of the time and if it takes forever retribution will be mine so yeah I think we can safely say this is a good fuck you this is a good oh you yeah
1: guys, totally
2: you guys want to add anything to our 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 opening section of the song
1: um just uh i yeah, from doing research here, so it's uh, the song is about, it says here uh, from Genius.com about animal poaching for ivory, and is written from the perspective of an elephant. So that's what kind of the whole base of the song's about.
2: Huh.
1: It's interesting, because it could be applied to so many other situations.
2: Uh, well, I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> I mean, yeah. it, that's a fucked up thing. <laughs>
1: Yeah, this, this is like a song, like like a superhero who gets like the one thing like taken away from like Batman, you know, his parents getting killed, or like, like Spider Man when he fucking sees Gwen Stacy get fucking killed by the Green Goblin. That's what I was right. thinking of too.
2: Okay, yeah, that 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 that, that does make perfect sense here.
1: Yeah. Something see. revenge related.
0: Also, okay. also metaphorically speaking, this could be um, Guns Fans. Our chant as they're coming back around into the tour and playing for us. And we're saying, uh, was it for the money? Basically, what I'm hearing on the guitar breakdown, and it's like eerily reminiscent to a lot of the mid-2000s stuff you heard from Avenged Sevenfold, which is a band that did a terrific job, I think, of taking that classic... GNR sound and bringing it current and doing their own thing with it. But interestingly enough, you kind of hear uh, in this song slash and Miles Kennedy and the Conspirators bringing that song or that kind of groove from Vince Evenfold, uh kind of current, you know, and back again. So it's almost like art imitating life, imitating art in a sense. Nice.
1: Yeah. And uh, this uh, this one kind of reminds me is like very uh, similar. Uh, Somebody layered, like structured, sort of type of song. Like when uh, Slash had uh, M Shadows for that one song on his uh, no, Slash and Friends solo album. Uh, Nothing to say. That's the name I was looking for. It's very similar to that, where it's like it's basically kind of an Avenged Sevenfold-esque track. Like what Justin was saying, like the big, like that, like heavy intro leading into like a big, like kick-ass riff, and you get like chorus, verse, uh, chorus, solo, and all that stuff going on. So it's very like that's Sort of what this track reminds me of. That other. The slash m shadows track there so like it's oh, definitely yeah. like a big comparison like that more like hard rock heavy metal sort of in between vibe kind of yeah around there. definitely
0: yeah good call out on the vocals too the miles kennedy and shadows Axl rose we even heard scott wyland do it a little bit in velvet revolver um that vocal style that and we know what it is it's it's kind of like that axle style
2: no doubt And I'm really looking forward to the day when we get nothing to say with that M. Shadows track. That's going to be a fun one that we get to review eventually. All right, you guys ready to dive back in? Let's do it. This is a hard one to not just sit here and listen to. I gotta say, I gotta remember we're still doing a podcast. And this is a hard (laughs) song not to just sit here and listen to. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm.
3: Can you justify how many dead and bleeding only for an ivory line?
2: Okay, so I see the elephant references here. Yeah. Alright, we got a badass solo coming. down there it's pretty kick ass I think we still have like two minutes of the track left by the way
1: oh yeah there's like this verse and another chorus
2: Of the intro to Anastasia right now. All right, we're in the outro now, and we've pretty much just listened to this one, which I mean, that was an impossible song to not get swept up into.
1: Yeah, man, it's fucking kick-ass, that song. Yeah,
2: uh,
0: <coughs> excuse me. <coughs> I think I really lucked out.
2: Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, you got a oh, good yeah. <laughs> one.
2: You did get a very good song to uh to to listen to with us on this episode tonight. Uh so with that Justin, you're our guest. We do a rating system here, we're out of 5, 1 out of 5. What would you give this song?
0: I'll be honest with you. When you guys said we're going to pick a random GNR members affiliated song, I was worried cuz there's some stinkers. We all know. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> and I was I was prepared and I was going to get I was going to come on the show and I was going to give you guys my honest take. Uh, My honest take, and I'd be remiss if I didn't say this. Okay, we're not going to cheat and give it .5s, okay? That's a five. And this is an Axl fan. This is a GNR enthusiast. This song is an absolute banger. I could see it played live. Uh, If I were there live drinking beer, I would be fist pumping. Um, This is everything I want to hear. The only thing missing, really, and this is me just being selfish, I want to hear Axel Rose on this track. Otherwise, I'm happy. You know, I'm happy with this. This is this is a good track, probably one of the better tracks I've heard from the from the Guns and Roses extended uh, band catalog.
2: Yeah, I, I can agree, uh, Chris.
0: Uh, I haven't given
1: one of these note, but you know, since this is coming from probably what I consider my favorite of the Slash Mouse Candy albums, World on Fire, it's probably their best one. Um I am have to go with the full perfect five out of five. Like, I will oh. always listen to the song when it comes on. It's fucking kick ass. You will never ever want to skip the song because it's not yeah. good.
2: Um, I'm still saving my fives, man. For me, uh, this this song is definitely not in the middle, but it's not going to go up at the top where I'm going to put "Welcome to the Jungle" and everything else. But I, I will give it a four. I will give it a solid four for me
0: and but yeah Can I ask this question? sure uh, okay so just, just out of curiosity so I think a lot of people would like to hear the, your answer to this both of you guys feel free to chime in how would you compare this track to something like Better which I think is a well produced song uh, it's obviously new GNR it's not classic lineup and this would be the opposite this would be classic vintage um, Guns N' Roses sound minus the newness of it um, how would you compare this to, to, to Better?
2: Uh-huh. that's a that's good question. Yeah. Uh to um, me better go better I would I would put better ahead of this. Better is yeah. one of those songs that that I may not listen to every day, but like the lyrics and some of the stanzas and things like that at least cross my mind like at least mm-hmm. once a week
1: yeah i'd say like better is more of a song you can like sing along to and you can get more of like a if i like, a junior is playing a lot you probably get a little more of like a crowd reaction to it like beneath the savage sun it's like a killer it's a kick-ass uh song you know, with the riff and everything but like uh it's not really gonna get like a crazy amount of like crowd reaction people be like you know banging their heads or the fucking horns up or whatever but i feel like better is is ironically well, better, is is better. Older, though it's, it's like- sort of that way
2: it's had time to to, to marinate with us, you know.
1: Yeah. And that's true. And like this track is more of like uh it's like a it's it wasn't a released as a single, so it's more of like a deep cut off like uh a, a, a slash solo album. What's what year
2: did this Shit, come man. out? 2016, 2017? seventeen?
1: Twenty fourteen, I think. Fourth on Fire was yeah, September
0: of twenty fourteen. Okay. Oh. Yeah, uh, so if you were out at the bar listening to a you know, and there's a crowd, and we're all drinking beer and stuff like that. And, like, I think a better came on. I think it would get a certain kind of reaction. Better on the artistic level, I think, is better for me, production-wise, and, like, creativity-inspired. But, like, I feel like if I'm out and it's Friday night and, you know, just out throwing a couple of beers back with a group of people, if this came on, I could see everyone just kind of losing their shit, you know, collectively. Especially when that riff hits. Oh, yeah. Like, it's, man, it's great. It would be a good one but, to yeah, Thanks for picking this song, or I don't know how it came about. I know you guys have a process. Um, and you said, oh, I, I asked, I said, what song will we be doing? You're like, wait, we don't know. We'll have to wait and see. And I was thinking, oh, man, <laughs> this, is, this, could, this could go t- terribly wrong. it have been a real, man. I was like, this is great. Yeah, well, well, it, I won the jackpot because I think I, I won one of the better, uh, no pun intended, songs to listen to.
2: There are 433 songs remaining. And here in a minute, we're going to spin the wheel again to figure out what we're doing next week.
0: Exciting. Are you ready
2: to do that, Caputo?
1: Let's do it, man. Let's see what we're going to do next week. Spin that wheel.
2: Duff McKagan. McKagan. Duff Back to McKagan. Back to, back to Duff mm. McKagan. So the song is Duff I Love McKagan. You and it's by Duff McKa- McKagan. McKagan.
0: <laughs> Duff looks good, man. But, uh, what, is he 50? An age? I yeah, around there. God, man, man, I'll tell you what. Go back to, you know, you, we all know how this is. Use your illusion. 1993 era. When he was all bloated, like when he practically like died, I guess. But seeing the way he rebounded and got himself together, man, that's inspiring. He he looks chiseled out, man.
2: Oh, yeah. He looks good now. I mean, uh, he he almost died. So, I mean, take that for what it is.
1: Yeah, thank goodness he didn't.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, even if he never came back to the band... Uh, you know what a way to go that would have been.
0: <laughs> oh it's, my okay, God! It's is
2: way. Is <laughs> yes.
3: Well,
2: guys, uh, Justin, thanks for coming on. Uh, are you going to stick around with us for the for the post show?
0: uh yeah i can i can kick it for a few uh i want to throw a quick shout out uh jeff janar was on i think the last episode i heard so shout out jeff my uh fellow cincinnatian and all the other gnr fans out there and the northern kentucky cincinnati area uh find me on twitter come find me at a bar we'll have a drink and if you happen to be in cincinnati come on through DM me and let's meet up and uh, rob the jukebox and make people listen to Chinese Democracy all night. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Nice. We've done that before. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, don't forget to head over to uh, gunsandradio.com where you can check out this week's episode of GN Extra. And it is going to be an epic episode. We have put together something awesome for you. I say we. This one's all Caputo, man. Uh, Caputo's done a great job planning this episode for you guys. And I just want to take a moment and acknowledge the great job that he has done putting into this week's episode of GN Extra. Because this man has like... I don't think he slept all week. And, And, uh... So, yeah, head on over to gunsandradio.com, check out this week's GN Extra, and uh, we'll see, see what awesome thing Chris Caputo <laughs> has put together personally for you, the listener. Okay. Who's the
0: now on is the great Caputo. I Ooh, know, man. Okay.
2: We will at this point. Yes. Uh, unt- but yeah, until next week. Uh, send him home, Chris Caputo. Let's make him go home.
1: Uh, all right, we will see you all next week on the Guns and Radio podcast. Peace. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> so enthusiastic.